What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. People are strange. Strange. Something strange. Is that strange? That is strange. Strange. That is strange. Welcome to another episode of Strange Sauna. Today is going to be an absolute steamer. We're going to dive into the Matthew Perry conspiracy. As many of you know that he has drowned at the age of 54 at his residence in his hot tub. And boy, oh boy, there are many conspiracies being thrown around here. All right. There's so much information, so many things that don't add up, but so many things that do add up. And is it all just a coincidence or is this all just kind of like a synchronicity thing? You know what I mean? So we are going to dive into it all, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of information that I'm sure you've heard other places, but I do have information that I guarantee you haven't heard anywhere else. So stay tuned to this full episode. You're going to love it. All right. Now, before we get started diving into all of that, if you are into conspiracy theories and occult symbolism deep dives, You've reached the right place. That's what this show is all about. My name is Greg. I talk about strange things in my sauna studio. That's why this is called Strange Sauna. If you like this content, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit that notification bell so that way you don't miss any of the latest uploads that I put up. Also, download and subscribe on Apple and Spotify. I'm really trying to get the numbers up on there. So if you guys could download the actual audio version of this in the podcast format it would help me out and i greatly appreciate it thank you so much all right let's get steamy everybody okay let's start out with the initial story what do we know that the news is telling us matthew perry was found unconscious in his hot tub on october 28th emergency responders got to his home at 407 p.m on saturday okay 407 you add that up that's 11 keep that pinned all right we'll come back to the number 11 because there is some significance there He had played a two-hour pickleball match earlier that day and sent his assistant out to run some errands. When the assistant returned, he or she, I don't know if it's a he or she, discovered Matthew Perry in the hot tub and pulled his head above water, first responders report. An autopsy has been conducted, but examiners are awaiting the results of the toxicology report in order to determine Perry's cause of death. A conclusive update is not expected for four to six months, people with further tests currently underway, per TMZ. However, initial toxicology reports show that there was no meth or fentanyl found in Perry's system. Now, my thing is, can't they just come out and say this wasn't a drowning? But just right off the bat, did he have water in his lungs? Did he not? Am I right? Because if he didn't have water in his lungs, that means that he died before he drowned. Right? He didn't drown. That, that's, not, that's not how he died. He died before he was submerged into the water. All right. So we just kind of need to know, did this man drown? Did he not? Just tell us right away. That's something you could easily tell us, but they haven't told us. Per TMZ, the LAPD robbery and homicide division is now investigating Perry's death. However, this is standard protocol for high profile cases. That's what they say. Am I right? One thing that I'm always hearing, though, is good spirits. 
he was in good spirits before he died. It's always this terminology, good spirits. Per the Independent Article magazine, this is a magazine article here. In the wake of his death, Friends co-creator Marta Kaufman said that the actor sounded happy and chipper during their final conversation, adding that he, quote, seemed better than I had seen him in a while. Recalling the last time she spoke to Perry, Kaufman, 67, told the Today Show, quote, he was happy and chipper. He didn't seem weighed down by anything. He was in a really good place, which is why this seems so unfair. He seemed better than I had seen him in a while. I was so thrilled to see that. He was emotionally in a good place. He looked good. He quit smoking, she added, before confirming Perry, quote, was sober at the time of his death. Perry's upbeat behavior was further confirmed during his lunch date at the Hotel Bel Air with a 25-year-old model-slash-entertainment reporter, Athena Crosby. This happened one day before his death. He was out on a date with this woman. This was Perry's final public sighting before his death. Crosby claimed that Perry, 54, was, quote, in extremely good spirits. There it is, good spirits. When they hung out. And he spoke, quote, enthusiastically about things that he had coming up in his life. And he was so happy and vibrant. He was talking about losing weight and stuff. Perry has had a history of drug and alcohol addiction. So many have speculated that he might have relapsed, causing him to drown. However, the police found no illegal drugs at his residence. But they did find multiple prescriptions, antidepressants, anti-anxiety, COPD, that kind of thing. When his memoir was released, he claimed that he was 18 months sober, and that was on November 1st, 2022. So keep that in mind because that date is going to come back in this all just synchronistic type of fashion here, okay? So many of you have noticed his Instagram posts, and I even had a little video that I was going to play of myself just to plug it away. But I put out this video highlighting the very odd behavior of his Instagram posts right before he died because he only had 83 Instagram posts. His whole life, right? And in the last week of his life, he left nothing but Batman posts. Very, very strange. So let's take a look at this real quick. Something is not adding up with Matthew Perry's death. As you all know, Matthew Perry was found drowned in his jacuzzi at his home in Los Angeles. Days leading up to his death, he was posting cryptic messages on his Instagram in reference to Batman. Starting on October 17th, Matthew Perry posted this video of a cinema room. Every wall was covered with Batman. And he points up to the corner of the room and there's a bat signal up there. The next post, he posts a bat out on the water where it says, Sleep well, everybody. I've got the city tonight. Matman. So he's referring to himself as Matman, playing on the pun of Batman. He has something that says, Batman plays pickleball. It was announced that he played a two-hour pickleball match right before he died. Now, there's one post that's very bizarre where it's somebody. It's not Matthew Perry's hand. I don't believe it's Matthew Perry's hand, but it's somebody's hand dropping three cranberries on a table. And Matthew Perry says, this is what I've had to eat today. I'm Matman. People are speculating that this had something to do with the Cranberries lead singer, Dolores O'Riordan, as she was found dead from drowning as well. And then he goes on to post a picture of a jack-o'-lantern with the Batman signal carved into it saying, do you know what I mean? And after this, he posts a video of the moon. And all it says is, do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? I'm Matman. 
And in his 83rd and final post, it shows Matthew Perry in the jacuzzi where he drowned. He says, oh, so warm water swirling around makes you feel good? I'm Matt Man. In this photo, you can clearly see that he's highlighting the moon, which is behind him as well. And that is another thing is Matthew Perry died on a full moon with a partial eclipse. He died on the hunter's moon. Some are saying that this was a full moon sacrifice. So what does this mean? Is he trying to tell us something? Batman, Matman? What's very interesting is in the Batman TV series, season one, episode 33, Fine Finny Friends. It is revealed that Bruce Wayne's great-grandfather was the founder of the secret society Skull and Bones at Yale. And that is Bruce Wayne's grandfather, Mrs. Cooper? His great-grandfather. I understand he was tapped for Skull and Bones. Tapped for it? Sir, he founded Skull and Bones. Not to mention that it was episode 33, which is heavily involved with Freemasonry. Now, obviously, this is very tragic. I don't want to make light of this. But there's some things that just don't add up surrounding Matthew Perry's death. Matthew Perry has had a history of drug abuse. He's had medical issues. So it's leading a lot of people to think that he was relapsing. But some are speculating that he was telling everybody a message or he was trying to tell everybody a message because of all of these Batman slash Matman scenarios. So that was a video that I made just to kind of make all of these. It was like a compilation of all of his Instagram posts, right? Now, one little caveat that I do want to correct myself. Season one, episode 33 of the Batman TV series was called Fine Finny Fiends, not Friends. But isn't that weird that he's he's talking about Batman and Bruce Wayne's grandfather founded the Skull and Bones Society? <laughs> that's, just, that's just freaking weird, man. Now, the last photo posted on Instagram prior to all of these Batman photos was the picture of Matthew Perry with his father. And in this photo, you see, like, I forget what I forgot in the background. Very suspicious. And his father is set to turn 83 in January. And there are 83 total Instagram posts. His 83rd post was his last, which reveals Matthew Perry in the jacuzzi where he died. 83 in Gematria equals murder. Now, there's a lot of stuff that happens here in, in uh, Gematria, okay? And yeah, we can say it's just cherry-picked and all this stuff, but there is some weird synchronicities with these, with these words. You know what I mean? Like, statistically, yes, it's insignificant, but there is some energy with the synchronicity. And it's hard to deny it. Like, there's a pattern here. You know, it's not just cherry-picking when there's actually a pattern. So, 83 in Gematria equals murder. I'll be there for you, the Friends theme song is equal to 83. I'll be there for you in a um, different cipher equals 236. There were 236 episodes of Friends in total. When you look at the movie cover Murder by Numbers, it even has the 8 and the 3 replacing the letters B and E, respectively. So Murder by Numbers, 83 equals murder. They had 8 and 3 in the actual movie cover there. The inverse of 83 is 38. So when you think mirror, you think reflection, water. Am I right? Chandler equals 38. Death equals 38. The 38th prime number is 163. Matthew Perry died 163 days before April 8th, 2024. 
that's significant because April 8th, 2024 is going to be the great American solar eclipse. But not only that, to the character Chandler, the Chandler character was born on April 8th. So that was his birthday. So he died 163 days before Chandler's birthday. That's the 38th prime number, 163. Okay. Now, when we look at all of these celebrities who die in the bathtub, we've talked about Aaron Carter before on this program. Many celebrities have passed away by drowning often in bathtubs. This one was in a hot tub. But you look at Whitney Houston and her daughter, Bobby Christina Brown, Brittany Murphy, Jim Morrison, Aaron Carter, Dolores O'Riordan, as I mentioned, of the Cranberries. And another thing that's interesting here is Jim Morrison and Brittany Murphy were part of the 27 Club, right? These, the string of celebrities that die at the age of 27. Very, very strange. Matthew Perry was 54, so two times 27. So he was kind of in that 27 Club, too. Yeah, kind of. I know that's a little bit of a stretch. So these conspiracies suggest that uh, celebrities who die in bathtubs or in the water are blood sacrifices for another person's success or that even they are faking their own death to escape Hollywood. When you look at Matthew Perry, when he is encountering reporters or if people are coming up to talk to him, he looks annoyed. He looks sick of it. He doesn't want to be famous anymore. He's like, oh, my God, just trying to catch a flight, dude. You know, just leave me alone. That kind of thing. And you can imagine how much fame and success that this man has had. He just wanted a normal life. What if he was offered that? You know what I mean? What if he was offered a way out saying, hey, you have to go through this cleansing ritual. You got to fake your own death. I don't know. It's just it's just a theory that's out there. I'm not saying that this is all, you know, going to happen. I'm not saying that this happened. These are all just speculations, people. So water is thought to be used as a cleansing ritual. Um, so it's used to cleanse the soul. It's often seen as a portal or a medium to transfer information or life. Water breaks at the birth, signaling a transformation or a transition is about to take place. Movies and music videos often depict bathtubs as portals. I mean, look at Hot Tub Time Machine right there, baby. Maybe Matthew Perry just jumped in that Hot Tub Time Machine. He's in some other universe. Nightmare on Elm Street, you had Freddy Krueger attacks Nancy in the bathtub. Constantine, bathtub was a portal to hell. Doja Cat. There's going to be some information about Doja Cat that I want to bring up later in this episode, too. But right now, in her song, Demons, you see these demon hands coming through the water like it's a, some sort of portal to hell. She's in the bathtub in this music video, and these hands are just coming out. One of them reaches back and grabs her by the back of the head, and she becomes possessed. Her eyes glaze over, and she looks like she's possessed. And she has the Illuminati eye on the back of her head as well. One thing that is very strange that kind of ties into this Friends intro here is Doja Cat's TikTok only contains one video. And you know what that video is? It's of the Friends intro, and it's her on the, like the orange couch in front of the fountain, just like the Friends intro. Look at this. So Doja Cat only has one single video on her entire TikTok, and it is this one. Where it, instead of saying friends, it says demons, and it shows Doja Cat on the couch in front of the fountain. Am I right? Now, she posted this on 9-1, well before Matthew Perry died. So, what was she doing? Was she sending out some sort of signal here? 
That's very strange, is it not? I could not believe that. And when you look at Doja Cat, she just kicked off the Scarlet Woman tour on Halloween. This was three days after Perry's death. Okay, this this took place in San Francisco. The fountain where she's sitting in front of on that couch, the fountain from the Friends intro is also the same fountain in the movie Hocus Pocus. So you're introducing some sort of witchcraft here. I mean, you could connect it to witchcraft. The orange couch, orange equals 33 in Gematria. The show is made of three men and three women. That's 33. The intro shows them all in white and black clothing, symbolic of the Freemasonic checkered floor. At 1.13, Chandler is seen spitting water out of his mouth inside of the fountain. Look, there he is. See, he's spitting water right out of the fountain there. Hmm. You know? So are they showing you these things before they happen? It's kind of like, uh, you know, some sort of they're, they're setting it up in your mind. So that way you're prepared for it when it does happen. On the Friends episode, the one where Chandler tries a bubble bath. Chandler gets into Monica's bubble bath and she asks, what are you doing? And he replies, leaving my troubles behind. What do you think you're doing? Leaving my troubles behind? Think about that. He's leaving his troubles behind. He's going into the hot tub. He's going into the bathtub. He's drowning and he's saying goodbye. Leaving his troubles behind. Is he starting another life somewhere else? Don't know. Monica and Chandler engagement photo. So in the episode, Monica and Chandler, where they have the engagement photo, Chandler can't smile. And Monica calls him her drowning moron. This picture is supposed to say Geller and being to be married, not local woman saves drowning moron. Hey, don't laugh at him. He's my drowning moron. So further going into this Gematria stuff, Matthew Perry died at the age of 54. The shortened form of his name, Matt, equals 54. He passed on the day of the Hunter's Moon. Hunter's Moon equals 54. Monica and Rachel's apartment was five, and Joey and Chandler's apartment was four. The apartment numbers were five and four, and that was later changed to 20 and 19. And we'll get back to that, too, because there's some significance there. Whitney Houston, bringing her back in this, because so, she died in a bathtub, right? She died at the Beverly Hilton on February 11th, 2012, the day before the 54th Annual Grammy Awards. And 54 days after the date of Matthew Perry's death on October 28th, it lands on the winter solstice. And the winter solstice is a huge occult day that is the darkest day of the year it's the longest night of the year and when you look at why is christmas on the 25th it's big in the sun worship the winter solstice because the the sun dies it's the darkest day where the sun is not shown it stays down for three days and then it starts again and it starts anew so going into the number 19 so chandler's apartment changed from four to 19 the last episode of Friends was 19 years ago. Not only that, but Matthew Perry died under a full moon. Am I right? The Hunter's Moon. The moon is on a 19-year cycle. This is where the moon will appear in the exact same position every 19 years. In tarot, the 19th card is the sun. So all great things are associated with the sun. So this is very strange, right? It's like kind of like the opposite of what just happened. The sun, the moon... You're mixing the gold, the silver, 
I did talk about this on my Aaron Carter episode, the gold and the silver, the sun and the moon. You're making that philosopher's stone in the bathtub, in the hot tub. So here is another thing, too, is Matthew Perry died on Julia Roberts' birthday. Julia Roberts turned 56 on October 28th, and Matthew Perry used to date Julia Roberts. Yes, back in the day. They dated. And it's very strange that he died on her birthday. And what else is very strange is the number 128, okay? Because 1028, if you look at 1028, you remove the zero and you're left with 128. There's a lot of 128 symbolism throughout this whole thing. Going back to Julia Roberts, her new movie, Leave the World Behind, premieres on Netflix on 128. That's 128. Now, We just were looking at Matthew Perry in the bathtub on the Friends episode. Monica asks, what are you doing? He says, leaving my troubles behind. Am I right? Now you have Julia Roberts coming out with this movie, Leave the World Behind on 12-8. symbolism. So Matthew Perry died in the hot tub on 10-28. Jim Morrison was born on 12-8. There's that one to 8 Jim Morrison also died in the bathtub. Matthew Perry died exactly one month and 11 days from Jim Morrison's birthday. That's one one one. So going back to Doja Cat, the song Demons, that has the bathtub demon portal symbolism, the demon hands coming out of the bathtub. That song was released one month and 28 days before Matthew Perry died. one to 8 symbolism. It's been reported that he was taking up to 50 Vicodin a day and he weighed, guess how many pounds? 128. 128. It's all over the place on this. It is all over the place on this. And going into um, some analysis from Donut and Tommy Truthful, they're talking about 128 as well. So I want to give some shout outs to them because they're doing a really good job of noticing this 128 symbolism too. Now, um, Donut kind of goes into the color blue, how Matthew Perry is always wearing blue, even has the blue umbrella in the intro. The first Monday night football game after Matthew Perry's death, you had the Lions debut this Honolulu blue helmet on Monday night football. This was two days after Perry's death, and they made a big deal about it. And the Honolulu blue, if you look up the RGB color code for this, it's 0 118 182. There's the 128 symbolism right there. It's just, it's all over the place with this. If you look at navy blue, the RGB color code is 00128. If you look at gray, that Monday night football game, tons of gray. It was the Raiders, which are gray and black and white, and the Lions, which are gray in this Honolulu blue. Gray is 128, 128, 128. That is the RGB color code, the red, green, blue color code for gray. It's all 128. This was the first Monday night football after Perry's death, 128. Um, Celebrity birthdays on 1028. So Julia Roberts wasn't the only one to have this birthday. You also had Bill Gates. He had his birthday on 1028. Jonas Salk, the inventor of the polio vaccine. His birthday was on 1028, believe it or not. Caitlyn Jenner, 
Joaquin Phoenix, Brad Paisley, they all had birthdays on 1028. Here is something that I haven't heard anybody talk about is Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox has a new show called The Shining Veil. Now, if that's just creepy when you think about it, The Shining Veil. You know, the veil is lifted. The shine, it's on the outside, like what's underneath. And it is kind of all about depression. If you think about Matthew Perry, he seemed kind of depressed. One of his last Twitter photos was him on his couch with the little, uh, the smiley sign balloon, like the little smiley face balloon. Courtney Cox has this new show called Shining Veil. Season two began on Friday the 13th in October, not too long ago. Get this. Episode three was entitled Chapter 11, The Goat. It premiered on the day before Matthew Perry's death. Three times 11 equals 33. The final chapter of Matthew Perry's memoir is chapter 11, The Batman. Okay. So episode three happened. This was a couple days before Matthew Perry's death called chapter 11, The Goat. Matthew Perry was the goat. He was on Friends. He was the best. He was the funniest. He was the sarcastic one. He was the goat. He was he was awesome, right? You have three times eleven equals thirty-three. You're bringing in that thirty-three symbolism. The final chapter of Matthew Perry's memoir was also chapter eleven, the Batman. The Batman is the goat as well. You know, one of the greatest superheroes of all time. Uh, that's the that's debatable. But eleven. Think about one two eight. That symbolism. One plus two plus eight equals eleven. In his book released on November first, twenty twenty two, Perry claimed to be eighteen months sober. Right? We talked about this. From November first, twenty twenty two, to October twenty eighth, twenty twenty three, the date of his death, that equals eleven months. This means at the time of his death, Perry was 29 months sober. 2 plus 9 is 11. (laughs) Okay? So the day before he died, just to wrap this all up with all this 11 symbology, you have Courtney Cox, her season 2, episode 3, chapter 11, the goat, comes out. 3 times 11 is 33. The final chapter of Matthew Perry's memoir is chapter 11, the Batman. 128, 1028, take out the zero, adds up to 11. From the date that he released his memoir to the day that he died, that was 11 months. That was 29 months sober. 11. 2 plus 9, 11. 11 is the number of magic to Aleister Crowley. 11 was greater than God. God is seen as the number 10. It's the whole number, right? It's complete. So when you're 1 plus 10, You're greater than God. The number 11 in the tree of life means the sphere of Doth, D-A-A-T-H. In the Hebraic language, Doth means knowledge or abyss. Doth is where the phenomenon known as the black night of the soul takes place. When the adept stands at the mental state represented by the demon, Karanzon or Charanzon. Passing this state of mind is essential to reach the consecration of the great work. This number also symbolizes the union of the microcosmos and the macrocosmos as the sum of five and six, five related to the pentagram and six related to the hexagram. So 11 means a lot in Thelema. The OTO. Aleister Crowley. 
another clip that I put out regarding Matthew Perry in one of these episodes saying that he would be the one who dies first. Well, what do you know? I guess I'll be the one who dies first. Okay, this is just getting too weird. Did Matthew Perry predict his own death on an episode of Friends? On the eighth episode of the ninth season, in an episode titled The One with Rachel's Other Sister, Rachel and Ross were getting in an argument over who would get custody of their baby. In the episode, Monica and Chandler said that they would take care of Rachel's baby if anything were to happen to Rachel or Ross. This starts a quarrel with all the friends until Chandler reaches for a bag and all of the china goes all over the floor. He breaks the whole thing. And he says, I guess I'll be the one who dies first. I'll be the one who dies first. Now, obviously, this was just a pun because he was referring to the fact that Monica, he just broke all of Monica's favorite china. She was going to, quote, kill him because of this, right? However, it's very odd and very suspicious that he did say this on the show and he actually was the first one to die. Now, as I said in the video clip, it's obviously just something that's written at the time by the writers. But is it? Is there more to it? Do they know these things well in advance? Do they know when people are going to die? I don't know. That's a big old stretch. But geez, oh, Louiso, it sure does seem like all these things add up. Like he knew he was going to die. He was talking about all these different things, like the who, what, where, when, how, and why is all listed on his Instagram posts. After his pickleball game, in the hot tub, why? I think he was done. I think he was done with this life. He didn't want it. So wherever he went, who the heck knows, but it won't be what he's, he he won't have the life that he had right now. So looking at Matthew Perry's name, Matthew's name in Hebrew means gift of Yahweh, gift of God. So Matthew Perry, Perry sounds exactly like Perit or P-E-R-I-T in French, Perry meaning dying. So Matthew Perry means Matthew dies in French, or gift of God dies. Gift of God dies. Think about that. That is just some crazy stuff, man. Uh, Thinking on these names here, so we just talked about what Matthew Perry means. So looking at the different names of the Friends characters, Rachel Chandler. She got into this whole Balenciaga thing because she was the one setting up the photo shoots with the teddy bears and the little kids. Rachel Chandler, you're combining the two names of the Friends characters together. Another combination of the, the Friends characters together is Phoebe Chandler. Phoebe Chandler was one of the girls who testified during the Salem witch trials in 1692. She testified by claiming, quote, I was struck deaf and could hear no prayer, no singing, to the last two or three words of the singing during the Sabbath day meeting. So Phoebe Chandler is another combination of the two characters at the Salem witch trials. You're bringing in the witch thing. Phoebe dressed up like a witch on one of the episodes of Friends. You had the fountain in Hocus Pocus doing all this witch magic. You have Doja Cat acting all like a witch, having the demons thing right with the uh, the friend's couch in front of the fountain the witch fountain there's a lot of things that's tying everything together here now one thing i do want to bring up is 
this Faustian bargain that Matthew Perry made. I do have a clip on that. But before I play this, this is something that I put out, just kind of summarizing everything. Matthew Perry went on Bill Maher's real time, and he confessed that he has a very close relationship with a higher power. He believes in it as like a force. And he said that he had a, like a closer relationship with him talking about this higher power. He got on his knees. So check out this clip real quick. Something crazy about the Matthew Perry memoir is he admits to making a Faustian prayer with God in order to become famous. Perry said that three weeks before the Friends audition, he got on his knees and told God, you can do anything you want to me, just make me famous. He says, quote, three weeks later, I got cast in Friends and God has certainly kept his side of the bargain. But the Almighty, being the Almighty, had not forgotten the first part of the prayer as well. He goes on to admit that Faustian prayer that I made was a stupid one, the one of a child. It was not based on anything real, but it became real. A Faustian bargain is a pact that a person makes selling their soul for a worldly good or material, such as riches, fame, wealth. The Faustian bargain is also called the deal with the devil. In an interview with Bill Maher, Matthew Perry said that he believes in a higher power and that he has a close relationship with him. I know that uh, once you've referred to it as a force, and, you know, it, I, believe, I believe that. I believe that a higher power, there is a higher power. Right. I believe I've had a very close relationship with him that's helped me a lot. And Somebody's uh, on your side. Yeah. Matthew Perry admitted that everything is in this memoir. He didn't leave anything out. And one of the more interesting things is that the last chapter of his memoir is titled Batman. And his last Instagram posts were all about Batman leading up to the end of his life. So Matthew Perry made this Faustian bargain with, quote, God. But if you look at the comments on all of my videos, they're saying God doesn't work this way. Seemingly so. Am I right? These Faustian bargains, you can't just pray for success with God and he gives you fame and, and glory and success for what? And Matthew Perry said, you can do whatever you want to me? Just make me famous? He got on his knees and prayed for this. Think about this. Like, what if this is what's going on with him? He was cursed. What if he cursed himself? What if he wasn't what if he wasn't praying to God, but he was praying to the devil and he made a Faustian bargain with the devil? So this reminds me of Dave Grohl. When Taylor Hawkins died, there was a story that reemerged where Dave Grohl performed a seance ritual in order to obtain a successful music career at the John Bonham altar. And John Bonham was the drummer for Led Zeppelin. He had this altar that he created for him and all that stuff, but he got in front of this thing. And Grohl told the Rolling Stone magazine that when his wish came true, he was scared thinking about it and wondering if he had sold his soul to the devil. This is a quote here. I got really scared that I sold my soul to the effing devil. At what point does Satan come to reclaim the contract I signed with him? Okay. And then you're looking at the drummer who was taken. You know, he died young. Taylor Hawkins. 
the Foo Fighters were inducted into the Hall of Fame on Halloween as well. 2021. Halloween. 30. Come on now. And if you look at Dave Grohl, he became possessed as a demon killing his bandmates in that movie, uh, Studio 666. Right? And I even heard that Taylor Hawkins in that movie was supposed to be crucified like Jesus Christ, but they took it out because it was a little sensitive. So it's like, was he ritually sacrificed? Taylor Hawkins bringing that whole thing in. The Faustian bargain. It's no joke, people. Like, this stuff, (laughs) this stuff's freaking serious. So you got to really think about what you do before you get on your knees and pray to some random demon. Because it'll come back and bite you real hard. Uh, Yeah, so I, I think that's pretty much it. So in closing, what does this all mean? Does Dramatria even tell us anything? Or is it simply cherry picking from a predetermined list? Trying to fit this narrative? You know what I mean? You know, I would agree that the seemingly random coincidences generated from Dramatria are statistically insignificant when you compare the results to the entirety. You know what I mean? When you're looking at the number 83, all the words that mean 83, yes, I get it. However, statistics do not account for the energy that these trends create. The energy produced and harnessed from these coincidences has nothing to do with statistics. Statistics can tell you the chances of something happening and even how something happens, but it cannot tell you why something has happened. The perfectly harmonic arrangement of events that are synchronistically aligned with one another happens only so often, and when these alignments present themselves, the energy can be converted into something actionable. Now, they create emotion and drive to do things, to do something. Am I right? You know, whenever there's a mass, you know, uh, something with guns and people perish from a gun. There's always this mass emotion, this swell. There's a push for Congress to do something, pass these bills. These events happen with these synchronicities all over the place. And you have this energy that's created and the direction of the energy relies on the intent of those who will it to happen. And when it comes down to Matthew Perry's death, the 28th, I think, was chosen on uh, as a specific day. I think it was chosen. I think the 28th was chosen. You had the full Hunter's Moon. He died at the age of 54. Hunter's Moon equals 54. You have all of these things that we just talked about that add up. And you can't really make it all up. You know what I mean? Even the emergency responders, going back to the beginning of this, arrived at his house at 4.07. Why not 4.08? Why not 4.05? Why not 4.06? 4.07 p.m. That adds up to 11. We talked about all this 11 symbology throughout this whole thing. You know, you had uh, Courtney Cox's new show, Chapter 11, The Goat. You had the final chapter of Matthew Perry's life, Batman, Chapter 11. 128, all the 128, the 1028 symbolism adds up to 11. 1 plus 2 plus 8. He was 11 months sober from the time that his memoir was released to his death. All this stuff. So, yes, I do think there was something to this. I don't think it was random. I don't think that, you know, the gematria in this is cherry picking. I do think that this was purposeful. I think that there was something to this. Now, why and what, what will be the result of this? You know, I don't know. I mean, yes, he has had a history of drug abuse, alcohol abuse, all this stuff, right? His body was tattered. 
It was not in a good state. So, yes, his insides could have failed him. I will 100% agree with that. He was a smoker his whole life. Okay, I've had family members who've had aneurysms because they were smokers their whole life. I know these things just, just like these things can pop you at any moment. So maybe he was in the hot tub, dilated his blood vessels. You know what I'm saying? Things got a little haywire and down he goes. That is completely 100% possible. But when you look at everything like that we just presented and everything that we just went over, there is a lot of synchronicities in order for this to be a coincidence. Okay. So hopefully you all enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave that thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, share the content. You know, I'm trying to grow this channel. I'm trying to grow the podcast as well. So download on Apple and, and Spotify. Leave a review. I love hearing from you. Leave comments too. And thank you to all of those who submitted comments to all of this Matthew Perry content. There's some great comments out there that help me kind of build this content here. So please Remember to leave a comment. I read all of them. I will uh, even get back to you on some of them if I can. Okay. So thank you so much for everything you have done. Uh, let's grow this channel together, baby. Yeah, let's keep up. Let's keep it rock and rolling. All right. Until next time, everybody, stay steamy.